Do you want to grow in the craft of public speaking but aren't quite sure where to start? Well, you're in luck. I'm about to drop five glorious resources your way here on this episode of Conversional. How do creative entrepreneurs make lifelong raving fans when they communicate? That's the question. This show has the answers. My name is Chris Lazo. Welcome to the Conversional Podcast. So in the last few episodes, we've been talking about the growth loop and how there are three elements involved in developing any talent or craft, especially public speaking. And the first one was knowledge. And so I'm going to spend the next few episodes breaking down the best sources of knowledge, specifically geared towards public speaking. And today's is books. That's right, people, books. So what I want to do in the next few minutes is if you're a reader, if you're someone who loves devouring books, I'm going to give you five of my favorites. And if you're not a reader and you're like, Chris, I'm not a reader. That's why I'm listening to this podcast because I don't want to read. I want to listen. Well, you're in luck because I'm going to give you those five books, but I'm also going to give you a synopsis and one takeaway from each of those books that you can implement into your speaking right now. Cool. So the way I'm going to organize the books is I'm going to start with a general book on public speaking. Like if you had to get one book, you don't want two, you don't want five, you just want one, which one would it be? I'll start with that. But then I'm going to kind of go into niche areas of public speaking, things like keynotes, or what if I want to work on messaging or conversation? And I'll give you my... my uh, recommendations for all of those. So without further ado, let's start with the best general book on speaking. And that is by the author Michael Port. And his book is called Steal the Show. Steal the Show. Uh, I actually just read this. It's been around for a while. But if you just wanted a single book that gave you tips on speaking and presenting in a well-rounded area, this is one of the best. Uh, Michael Port got his start as an actor and so approaches speaking as a performance, which is really helpful. Uh, and one of the things that I love about his book is he talks about the performer's mindset. He talks about powerful performance principles where he goes into things like having a clear objective, uh, how to get yourself in the right mindset, but also how to put together a presentation no matter what you're doing. He's also one of the best public speaking coaches out there, and this is a great place to start. Now, one principle that I found really helpful in Steal the Show, and that's his idea of finding your voice. Now, a lot of people do this, but he, he comes at it from a unique perspective. It's going to depend on the environment and the context and the, the people you're speaking to and what you're speaking about, how you're going to sound. If you're speaking to your kids, you might be playful. But if you're speaking to subordinates at work, you might be a little more professional. We adapt to all of those. And that's where he really helps. So if you want a general book, that's a good one to go to. If you want to do a keynote, one of the best books I've ever read on keynotes is How to Deliver a TED Talk by Jeremy Donovan. This one is great. And here's why. He deconstructs the best TED Talks that have ever existed 
and explains why they're so successful. And it's really simple. He goes into the content and into the delivery and into the design of a great TED Talk. And I think the strength of this book is how he deconstructs and explains an outline. In fact, I've learned a lot about outlines. If you've heard anything that I've put out on outlines, a lot of it is influenced by Jeremy Donovan as he deconstructs a TED Talk. It works. It's powerful. So if you want to learn more about keynotes, that type of presentation, I would highly recommend that book. If you can't get the book, I'll give you my one favorite takeaway. And that is his emphasis on the story arc. If you watch a TED Talk that you really love, it doesn't matter if it's Susan Cain or it's Simon Sinek or Ken Robinson. They're all talking about different things. They have different voices. They have different ways of speaking and different styles. And yet all of them hit you right in the heart. Why? It's because they're all using a similar story arc, and he breaks it down. A great TED Talk generally starts by highlighting a problem, then it moves to a solution, and the great ones will give you something to think about. Now, I wouldn't say an application or an action, which is usually how I take the TED Talk outline and add to it, but they'll generally start with a problem, a solution, and then some way forward to think about. And that's why some of the best TED Talks are so powerful. So take that with you. My next book recommendation is by Dan and Chip Heath, and that's called Made to Stick, Why Some Ideas Survive and Others Die. And this is a book on general messaging. It doesn't matter if you're speaking, you're giving a sermon. It doesn't matter if you're giving a keynote. It doesn't matter if you're writing an email. It doesn't matter if you're recording a video on Instagram. All of these are universal principles on why some ideas stick and others get thrown to the side when people listen to them or don't listen to them. And they break down, this is a very science-driven, data-driven book by the Heath brothers, and they break down a successful sticky idea, if I can use that term, into six parts. A sticky idea is simple, unexpected, concrete, credible, emotional, and involves stories. So that's kind of the outline of their book. And the takeaway, if you want something to, to take with you as you work on your communication, your speaking, is this. What I got from this book, the biggest thing that I got from this book in messaging and idea propagation and communication is this. We cannot depend merely on the content of what we're presenting. I think oftentimes as experts, we think that if we just share something that's true, people will be compelled to do whatever we're calling them to do. But what we get from this book is that we are emotional creatures first not rational creatures. We are rational, but our rationalization exists in our brain to support the emotional connection we've already made. And so they really get at this idea that if you want to compel people, it can't just be on information alone. You have to speak to the emotional side of their brain. How do you do that? By being simple, by sharing the unexpected, by using concrete examples, using emotional stories, and appealing to authority through credible examples like authoritative quotes or stats, other metrics like that. So that was my big takeaway. Here's a third book, Do You Talk Funny by David Nihill. Now, he's a comedian, but here's what makes this book gold. 
See, he writes about comedy, but not to other stand-up comedians, but to business people. Now, here's his argument. It's that most business presentations are boring. And if you can crack one or two jokes in your presentation, you will leap past everyone in your field because humor is one of the most powerful tools in any form of presentation. Now, while stand-up comedians have to crack about two to three jokes a minute, a business presentation, if you just had one joke in there, you'll already set yourself apart. And then in the book, he breaks down the mechanics of a joke, walking you through it yourself. It's one of the most practical treatments of humor I've ever read. Now, here's my takeaway from the book. If you just want one thing to ponder or reflect on, it's that humor is largely about the unexpected. So he kind of talks about the mechanics of a joke, how you set things up, and usually the setup of a joke is something that you're familiar with. But the humor or the punchline comes when it takes an unexpected turn. I love this takeaway because you may not think that you're funny. You might not think that you're a riot or you're comedy material, but the truth is there's a lot of unexpected things in an average day. You just got to be able to see the humor in it and then learn how to turn that into a punchline. His book is great for that, and I highly recommend it. The next book is a book on small talk by Deborah Fine. Small talk, uh, and if I could just read the headline here, it's called The Fine Art of Small Talk, How to Start a Conversation, Keep It Going, Build Network Skills, and Leave a Positive Impression. I love this book because speaking and public speaking is not just from a stage. It's also to people one-on-one -on -one in casual situations. We need to learn that too. And she discusses all these practical points about conversations. Now, this might not be news to you if this, you know, you're a socialite and this is kind of naturally up your alley. You're kind of unconsciously competent about holding a conversation. But uh, everybody else that maybe feels awkward in conversation, she breaks down the mechanics of a conversation. Just like David Nihil breaks down the mechanics of comedy, makes it really simple, down to earth, practical, and almost scientific. And she talks about things that are really helpful, like how to start a conversation, how to keep a conversation going, and some of your favorites out there. She has a chapter called Exiting a Conversation how to get out of a conversation without being awkward. It is absolute gold. Now, if you just needed one takeaway from this book, I'd say that it's, at least my takeaway, is that conversation is not just an extroverted thing. You don't have to be an extrovert or a socialite to be effective in conversation, to be engaging, uh, to even really be great in conversation. Anyone can learn to be engaging. In fact, after that last book, that would be a takeaway for all of these, is that whether it's small talk in conversation or humor in a presentation or keynotes or simply engaging people, none of these things are traits or talents that you're born with. They are things that can be learned. Now, for some people, they come a little bit more naturally. To others, we have to learn them. But that's good news. We can learn them. And so, again, you just got to learn. So, 
do either one of these things. Pick up one of these books or just learn from one of the takeaways that I shared. Takeaways being you need a story arc. You need to bring people from point A to point B. Or uh, you need to engage the emotion, not just the rational side of their brain with information. Another takeaway is that humor is in the unexpected. You may not think you're funny, but there are unexpected things in an average day. We just got to find the humor in it. Or that you don't have to be an extrovert to be engaging in a conversation. So those are some things I hope you can take away. Growth starts with learning. So be committed to learn and you will jump forward in your public speaking. Hey, everybody. If you enjoyed geeking out with me on books about public speaking, I've got some exciting news. I just finished a book of my own. It's an ebook on how any creative entrepreneur can deliver an unforgettable presentation in as little as 20 minutes. And the book is called A Guide to Speaking in a Digital World, and it's available. You can check it out at chrislazo.com forward slash ebook.